Product Board Engineering Leadership Podcast. 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 Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Product Board Engineering Leadership Podcast. I know probably not much more about it than you do at this point in time, so maybe the name will change, maybe a lot of stuff will change, but that's what it's called for now. This is a companion to a new series of events and content and uh, community conversation about engineering leadership that we're starting here at Product Board. We definitely want to provide some interesting inputs to the community about this topic and also find out more about what people think about this topic and what information can be shared around this in the prog community and in engineering at large. So we'll find out some more eloquent or productive ways of describing that when I introduce my guest in a moment. But first, let's talk a little bit about me. I am Joshua Sandberg, your host. I'm an engineering manager at Product Board, and I've been working here about a year. And I'm perhaps more or less qualified for this role than anybody else here, as I am a former college radio DJ. I used to have a radio show on KZSU 90.1 FM Stanford, uh, where I was known as The Iceberg, which you can start calling me again if you like, or if Joshua is more enjoyable, go with that. That ended about 20 years ago. So that's why I go back to the question of, as a retired college radio DJ, am I more or less qualified to be back on a microphone now? I know that I'm more excited than probably someone who hasn't done this before. One thing I wanted to say about myself really quickly is that as an engineering manager myself, perhaps I'll be providing some of my own ideas, opinions, perspectives on the topics we discuss here. And the one thing that I would want everybody to know when listening to my input is that I had a very long career as a programmer, a software engineer, an individual contributor, probably around 15 years before I got into management. And so I think one of the important things when thinking about engineering management, engineering leadership is when you hear something, what perspective is it coming from? Because different people dripping different histories, different experiences to, to leadership, to the job. So if we get to the point that I'm expressing my own opinions or perspectives, I'd always uh, like people to remember that they come from somebody who looked at this from an individual contributor's seat for a long time which is not necessarily something that all leaders have, and I don't think either is better or worse, but I think that's an important part of the origins to understand. Now I'd like to introduce my guest today, and I think likely we will have a lot of guests here. My guest is Wojciech Vondra. Those of you who are native speakers of Czech can review and comment on my pronunciation on your podcast app of choice. And Wojciech is Director of Engineering here at Product Board, and he came to us from previously Delivery Hero in Berlin. Wojciech, welcome to the program. Thanks a lot, Josh. Super excited uh, for our podcast today. I think it's uh, something that uh, we realized recently that can just provide tremendous value to the community here in Prague. And I also hope that one day this might reach further than, than the tech companies we know here in Prague. Great, that sounds good to me. I wanted to reveal a little secret about uh, Wojciech, which is that he is in fact my manager, uh, a leader for me, and he presided over my first ever formal performance review at Product Board last week. 
And I personally thought that since I am a manager and he is a manager, that we would talk a lot about leadership in that session and that probably we should just record that and make it public. And that that would be a great first episode for this podcast. But Wojtek, you either were unaware of that idea or didn't think it was a very good idea. Uh, right now, thinking about it, it, I would think of it as um, perhaps if we do our job right and if we continue on, on what we've set out to build as management culture in product board, I think that would be a great sort of stretch goal for us that maybe in if we get to a point where we feel comfortable sharing a lot of these discussions, that could actually say something really good about how we do management. I'm not entirely sure if I would be ready to do it now. I still think I have a lot to learn and there's a lot of things I still am trying to figure out. But again, that might be actually a reason to do it as more research material that we can dissect uh, on this podcast. Yeah, I would say one of our core values here at Product Board is transparency. And I think it's always interesting if you're doing your job well as leaders, transparency is easier because one of the reasons you wouldn't want to be transparent as if you were embarrassed about something you had done or thought something you had done was not very good. And as a leader, you always want to be striving for that what you've done was sort of your best effort and in the best interests of everybody. And therefore, if you're really doing your job well, then transparency shouldn't be an issue. It shouldn't be something you're afraid of. But that's a conversation for another time, probably. Now I want to sort of introduce I already did it a little bit, but I wanted to get your perspective on what exactly we're, we're doing with this initiative. The name is Engineering Leadership. It started, I believe, as uh, just a topic. It became an event. Uh, we've already held one, and you were a big part of putting that together. So I wanted to ask off the top, what was, what was your big reason for, for wanting to do this in the first place? Maybe specifically, why an event? Why, why the format that, that we chose? What was the drive for, for kicking it off in this way? So I go back maybe in time to when I was still a software engineer and I remember one of sort of my personal goals was to start talking at meetups and talking at events. And what I was hoping for at that time was obviously some recognition, obviously to, or maybe not so obviously to practice uh, being able to speak in public. And I think what I actually got from it is um, an ability to formulate my thoughts and think about uh, the topics I was supposed to present in a structured way, understand what I'm still missing, what I maybe don't know yet. And I think this is something that I've really enjoyed in the past. And when we were thinking about how to bring in the community that might potentially be interesting in engineering management, and from our experience, a lot of people never actually got proper support in uh, growing into managers and they sort of became they were the best engineer in a company and suddenly they turned out in a tech lead role and uh, so we saw an opportunity and um, we don't really think we have the answers to everything but for sure a part of the mindset we have here is that we want to figure out how to do things right we're readily um, willing to admit we don't know the best way but we also thought that by sharing what we've learned so far and what we see so far, we can uh, get some input from the community and from other people if they feel this is on the right path, if this is aligned to what people in software engineering overall here expect from management, and also to give a bit of transparency and visibility to how to redo things. So 
We would also like people that uh, are looking at product board and wondering how they do things that they that they can um, that they can get a bit of insight and look a little bit under the hood of what we're doing and uh, what we're saying on these events, what we're saying on the podcast, I is exactly what we're discussing on our internal uh, engineering leadership things. Yeah. So a little bit more about the event for those that weren't there. The, the kickoff event, which I don't know that we knew this was going to become a series, but we'll get to in a minute how we, what we thought about it and, and how great it was. But we had two engineering leaders from Product Board, yourself, and our CTO, Daniel Hale. Hale? Hale. Hale. Daniel Hale. And we also had two visiting engineering leaders from the UK. And we had both uh, presentations and a panel discussion. And there was no real, I don't think there were any sort of core rules or theme. It was just engineering leadership broadly. And we certainly had a, a good turnout. And what I was wondering was, I could tell since I was there that you seemed to have a very positive experience and really liked it. I was wondering what about it was sort of your favorite thing. I guess you could have expected a lot of, of good or bad things happening as you were planning it. What was sort of you know, the top one or two things that, that you thought were so uh, positive about it. I think it connects to a, a funny, a bit funny story of how, how we actually, how the guests we had uh, got to the event. After I joined Product Board, uh, we were talking with the recruitment team about uh, filling in uh, more people on engineering management and director of engineering roles. And I was wondering how to best uh, describe what is the profile of a person joining Product Board. And so I looked at the competition of my past employer back uh, in Delivery Hero. We were doing food delivery and we've always looked up in a lot of things to deliver. It's a, it's a UK based company. They're pretty much dominant in London and in a lot of other markets. So I said, hmm, probably if they if they look so good on the outside and, and the product looks really great, they probably also have great people inside the company to, to uh, that are building that. And it turned out to be exactly that way. So I think I was actually super surprised even it went beyond my expectations of what sort of uh, people and what sort of engineers uh, work in Deliveroo. And I was obviously excited just by the fact that we really have a good, uh, that to kick off this event, we really got guests which have something to say, which have experience. In a lot of ways, they might be further than us, have experience with larger teams. So I was also excited that it's, pretty much a learning experience for me and I think that was my sort of uh, that was the, the that was the best thing for me that night yeah I think I would follow on and say that a lot of the managers that I have worked with or had as my manager in my career that I didn't feel so positively about uh, just didn't seem like human beings they seemed like some kind of robot that read an aggressive aggressive management textbook and were sort of working out that program and one thing i was impressed with was i take you at your word that these were people that you were very impressed by and i would say that everybody both from the the four people giving presentations on the panel were very much human beings to me the way they spoke wasn't something that was sort of designed to suggest that they had greater authority or greater experience than anybody else they all seemed very open about their successes, their failures, and, and their approach to things. And I think you and I, we've talked about this, we believe that that's an important part of management, but I've seen a lot of places where where that's not the case. And so I thought it was refreshing that after you sort of giving the seal of approval that these are people that you sort of really looked up to the way that they're 
companies and, and that they operate in leadership and management that the, the two people who actually showed up were, were very human, very relatable people who did, didn't make it seem uh, scary to, to try being a leader or being a manager or to think that you have to be some kind of perfect automaton that never fails to, to do that. I think it's one of the things that uh, I also see in, in the engineering management as you're in product board. Virtually all the engineering managers that are right now in product board have grown into the role and it's accompanied by a lot of this nervousness or uh, stress about am I doing it right or um, was I born to do this or is there any sort of um, intrinsic like personality that I have to have, trait that I have to have in order to do this right. I think a lot of it is something you can learn. I, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have imagined that I would become a manager and I probably saw myself as a software architect, I would call it back then, or imagining all the languages and constructs I would know and which I would be able to talk about. And this has actually been something that I've been shaped a little bit by the environment, which I have found myself, but I was also lucky to find a really uh, fast-growing company with, with a good mindset. Uh, and it took me quite a bit of time to realize that, A, this is something that might be a potentially a good fit for me. I think I also have been long in denial that I'm doing such a thing. So it's um, only after some time I realized I was using the opportunity to, to take the lead and, 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 and show the way. But also, it took me a long time to realize that I'm doing a lot of things wrong. And uh, the thing about wrong is they're ineffective. That I felt, you know, I have to do, I have to be a leader. I have to show off that I have, I always know the right answer and that I don't mistake, make mistakes. And what it took me a painfully long time to realize that that's not always the most effective way to do things. And I think this is also something that, again, uh, I really appreciate it was one of the reasons why I joined Product Board is that the first impression I got from, from the team here and from Daniel is that the, the generic approach is we don't know the perfect way, we're going to figure it out. It will happen that we're not going to figure out the right answer on the first try, but let's learn from it, share and try to improve. And this is something that's also, I think, uh, can accelerate uh, people become uh, becoming really successful in this role because you don't stay in this... Uh, illusion that you're doing a great job longer than necessary. Yeah, I mean, I think unfortunately there are a lot of managers out in the world who sort of model the exact opposite behavior that you're talking about, whether it's because they were instructed to do so, trained to do so, or whether it's a coping mechanism that sort of one of their sort of core ways of trying to be a leader is to show that essentially they're the best, that they're infallible. Maybe it's uh, some sort of idea that people will be uh, afraid or will feel wobbly if the person at the top isn't, isn't projecting that. And you've just described very eloquently why that's probably not a good idea and why we don't really believe in that. But I think even so, even having had a lot of those conversations here within Product Board and knowing that that's how we operate, I can think back to a lot of my experiences where it seemed that you know managers essentially thought that the, the core of their job was exactly the opposite. It's it's always. I'm also wondering how this is gonna. This is gonna. Uh, to say a little bit about the other side, Some, sometimes it is needed, and sometimes that's actually then very hard. If if uh, you don't build that up, um, sometimes making imperfect decisions and actually taking the lead when you're not really sure if you're making the right decision, obviously, 
is a hard thing and it is expected of you. But I think this is something that then people, uh, you're going to be so much more successful if people understand and you're thinking and that you're explaining to them, you know, your thought process and why you're doing this. And even if potentially you don't choose the best option out there, which will sooner or later happen, they will actually realize, hey, he's done his best. And, and this is something that we've uh, at least didn't waste time just uh, standing in one place and we, we try to move. Uh, and they'll actually, I think, appreciate it over time. But this is something that you really can build up only if you really have mutual trust with the team. Shifting gears a little bit, one thing I wanted to ask you was as you were contemplating putting this event or this series together and as you experienced the event, what was your thinking about the, the community and the conversation around this topic in Prague? Did you have a, a preconceived notion that we would be joining a very developed conversation, that we would be sort of filling a vacuum in, in an area that doesn't have a lot of events? Or were you more just curious and, and excited to find out what the what the state of affairs is as you're not necessarily new to Prague, but you're recently re-arrived re in Prague professionally? I mean, the diplomatic answer would be I came with no assumptions and I was positively surprised. And internally, actually, I was, um, I was drawing from my own experience and that is that usually the, the first level engineering manager that is working in tech companies is and from my experience was the most senior engineer which got promoted into a role and then it was a, a bit of a dice roll whether it would be something that uh, he's great at or he's not great at but in both cases what usually happens is the people stay in that role so that was one category of people that sort of came uh, to get an idea uh, what are the expectations of that role because I think a lot of companies to actually fail describe what that role should be doing the second thing is I was expecting people which perhaps are engineers or product managers or a different uh, individual contributor role that are thinking about that as a career change and they wanted to understand what's ahead of me on that path, what, are, what, what is waiting for me and uh, what do I have to do to transition there. Overall, I think I'm uh, tremendously grateful for spending uh, the time in Berlin in Europe, it's one of the biggest tech hubs overall, I think comparable to, I think it might be actually the biggest tech hub overall. And the startup culture and uh, is, is, is very advanced. And there's companies of all sizes, each stage startups, small companies, uh, bootstrap, which, which grow uh, gradually. There's also heavily funded, heavily VC funded uh, companies, which, which are on an accelerated growth path. And you get a sample from people which uh, which experience all of all of these environments so you can draw from a lot of experience so this is something that I also don't have yet built up in Prague as much so I was also hoping as as one of the side effects of that uh, that events that I could get to know the people here and actually figure out what that is I think from the discussions I had after after the talks in, in into the evening I realized it was a good mix of all of these approaches but all the people shared one thing and that was excitement and passion I I think I've talked to one person which was um, sort of actively telling me he's not enjoying the role, but I but it was compared to 30, 40 people which 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 talked full of excitement about what they are doing and how they think we should be doing it, if they can speak on the event. So that was actually my 
I came home and I actually couldn't sleep for two hours. I was just like rolling around in bed and I felt, I felt super, uh, I felt like almost like on drugs. It was just like a super positive experience that night that I fell asleep like at 2.30 a.m. And, and still in the morning, I was, I was thinking about a lot of the things I heard from the people in the event. Yeah, that's great. With all that positivity and, and looking forward, we know concretely that there's been an event. We now know concretely that there's been at least half of an episode of a podcast. And we know we're going to try to do some other things. Is there anything else that's for sure decided as to, to where this is going next? Or is it all still just more events and, and more recordings? Or do we know specifically some additional things we're going to do with this initiative already? I think what it would become really quickly boring if it was a product board only thing. And I think uh, listening just to ourselves would maybe sustain us for one or two episodes or one or two events. But I think the attention will quickly wear off. And there's uh, topics we do have in our backlog we want to talk about. But I think one of the most important things is to draw more people into this discussion. So already uh, we got a lot of interested people to contribute on talks or podcasts uh, into the future. So I think like the very first thing is I would actually like to hear more people outside of product board, both on the event and on the podcast. And hopefully the appearance of this podcast on various platforms will be a place for people to find us, find out about this initiative and, and reach out to us and tell us that they have something to say or a question to ask. I'm sure I'm not prepared for this, but I'm sure there will be various URLs and platforms and funnels and whatever through which that information can flow. So did you have a, a plug for something there? You took a breath. No, I was one more thing I don't feel is really well defined and that's the format. I think one of the, the format we've tried so far is broadcasting a topic we feel comfortable talking about. But I would also like to find more spaces for discussion because a lot of these things, there's no good one solution and I'm also happy to maybe kick that format off but find a good way to share things we're struggling with and then invite people to, to share their shed some light on how they would solve it theoretically or maybe their past experience in solving it so I think one of the core elements of, of this format is not come up with answers or sometimes as we're used from tech meetups coming with, hey, check this new thing out and, and kind of getting people excited about something. It's actually coming with a problem and having something, uh, having a more interactive format where we can discuss and hopefully come to some conclusion at the end. Yeah, and I think very quickly, as you get into any kind of leadership or management, at least for me, I find that I start taking inspiration from a wide range of sources oftentimes not necessarily having the word management or leadership in the title. So in terms of the people we had, we were in the first event very tightly connected to actual engineering leaders. But as I'm not even necessarily looking for leadership information, but I'm just going about my daily life, consuming media, listening to podcasts, I often hear something from a, a basketball coach or a, a writer of a book about the way the human brain learns or, or things like this really inspiring my thinking about this. So that would be another thing I'd be really excited about as ideas from adjacent domains start cross-pollinating into this, whether it be through what people present in the talks, whether it be guests that you wouldn't expect. I think that's, I think there's a, there's a, there's a popular imagination of this too. You, you hear the stories about this team or this company brought in this 
athlete or this totally unrelated pop star to speak to their their crew and it sort of had an amazing impact on the way they think about the way they they lead or the way they they execute so i think again you have to be a little bit disciplined i've talked to you about this before uh you you don't want to go thinking that sort of every book that's written or every lecture that's given is going to hold sort of the secret key to unlocking your organization or unlocking your leadership potential but with a little bit of discipline and, and critical thinking i find you can really find diamonds and and gems in the most unexpected places for this for this pursuit yeah i agree i just i have like an almost unrelated sort of example from uh just i recall where not only i think in management but in, in also in life like it just kind of took me back in history to where i kind of feel I've for the first time experienced like a leader or, or, or perhaps a manager that I could learn from. And it was, it was my Kung Fu teacher. And uh, when I was, and I, I, I practiced Kung Fu from like 12 years old until I hit late puberty when I deemed it was not, I had better things to do. But I was doing it in here in Prague and, 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 and Pavel Matzek, the, the teacher I had, was one of the most inspiring people that that uh, learned me a lot about motivation and and I remember he was he was very tough and it was like uh, but at the same time he was extremely fair and, and I remember that hearing any sort of praise from it was like it just resonated in my ears for like two days after and looking back I I don't know if there was a system behind it I'm not sure if there was if it was just like a personality if it was something that it was maturity and experience that he picked up on the way, but the way it worked with me and the way it motivated me to do things was 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 just incredible. And and I think right now it also serves to me like as a great example of that. Sometimes just like overwhelmingly being overwhelmingly positive is also not a way. But I, I still remember that sometimes uh, fairness but toughness with occasional praise can can work fantastically. And maybe i get to get to a few 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 stories or a few uh, I, I maybe draw a few examples from that later down the road during the podcast yeah i had a eighth grade biology teacher that you made me think of when when you told that story I, i've often thought of him as a as a model for a lot of different interesting life behaviors that were that were useful um, i never framed them this way before this moment but he was he was a, a tough coach and a mentor he he never he never handed you the way to something, but he always handed you his availability. He was a he was a gruff man, and a lot of people were scared of him. But he would stay after school with you until whenever to go over material over and over again. And most most people wouldn't do it because they were afraid of him. But he basically put you in a position where this is going to be scary. You're going to be working on material that nobody else in your grade is working on. And if you want to succeed, I'm here for you, but I'm not, I'm not going to hand it to you. And I've thought about him in many different regards as sort of, he pops up as sort of an inspiration for different things, but this is the first time I've ever thought of him in the context of engineering leadership or management. So yeah, I think we all have those, uh, those inspirations hidden somewhere inside. Maybe we figure out a way to bring some of these non-tech inspirations on, on this as well. Definitely. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening to the first ever episode of the Product Board Engineering Leadership Podcast. My conversation with Wojtek Vondra actually went on into a second segment where I asked him questions from the audience that attended our engineering leadership event. Uh, 
which we didn't have time to answer in person that night. And that segment was quite different than the first and so interesting that we split it off into a part two, another episode. So if you want to listen to that, go straight on to the next episode, part two, and have a listen. Topics we touched on there included what's the first metric that Wojtek would use to track the health of an engineering organization, how he has uncomfortable conversations as a leader without breaking trust or relationships within his team and within his company. And also big keyword empathy. We talk about how he believes and we at product board believe that empathy is a skill that can be learned. So if those ideas or the idea of hearing what the community was interested in about engineering leadership are exciting to you, go straight on and download or stream or use whatever method you like to listen to part two, our community Q and a with Wojtek Vondra. Thanks again for listening and we hope we'll be talking to you again soon.